0: Oh, it's rolling. Okay, I I was actually, like, moving the, uh, I was moving, like, the pictures, and I didn't see a preview pop up. Alright, how's it going, everybody? It's Matty here today, week 72 of the Ham Radio Podcast. And it is me from Down Under, the Lone Vault Wanderer. That was a funny start, I like it. Because literally, what I I did was I clicked recording, I wanted to bring up the script right away to just cut off the click, I wasn't thinking I could just edit out the audio. And so I don't (laughs) see, like, any of the preview screen, I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, shit. You know, it's not rolling yet. Maybe the program's lagging. and I, I see like my face just like sitting there, <laughs> like, oh, it's fucking recording. That's
1: Shit. Mm. Nah, it's a great way to start a podcast. Dude, fucking it's... over 70 podcasts, Manny. Where, where is the time gone? And I've probably made like 30 of them. <laughs> nah, no, no, you've made. Shut up. Nah,
0: no, you've made like. I've made
1: a decent amount. I've made yeah, a decent you, amount. You probably
0: missed like 10 maybe? That's not bad.
1: So, t- the number of podcasts I've missed, the reason why I've missed them, for people that don't know, that are complaining. I I saw this one comment the other week that I just have to call out. It's funny. It's like, oh, learn, stop being professional about the podcast and I'm just like, guys, come on now. The reason why I miss them is because every two weeks I go visit my girlfriend who lives eight hours away from me. So, settle down, all right? Or every uh, month, sorry. So, relax. It's okay. We're gonna be fine. It's a free podcast.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Fucking hell.
0: Hope you guys are ready for this week. we got a lot of Fallout stuff to talk about. Wow, I'm off. i got to move my mic. There we go. Now you have a more bassy, Matthew. Um, Mm, So in the description down below, you will have your mobile links. So if you want to listen on uh, iTunes, you want to listen on Google Play, you can go ahead and do that on each of your devices because I finally got the program working and we can now listen on the go again. I uploaded a flurry of episodes like three in one night so we need we need to get back into top 150 podcast man it
1: it just has yeah, to happen yeah we
0: probably fell out of that yeah. spot because we haven't been active uh not to our own fault or any of our developers faults you know it's just we were trying to upgrade and that upgrade wasn't working so no. it fucked up the original version so yeah now now we're back on mobile so if you guys want to listen on the go again you are good to go as always in the description of the youtube video there are timestamps and each week, we like to get you guys involved in the podcast on Twitter by tagging any of the handles you see on screen that are obviously real Twitter handles. Uh, with your answers to the following <laughs> question, have you ever shit your pants? Answer with hashtag Cam Radio yeah, Time. Man. I'm serious. A- if anyone says no, you're lying because
1: everyone's done it as a baby.
0: All right? But think minus of more when when you were a bi- mi- Yeah, Minus when you were a baby. When you're a baby, that's cheating. I yeah, want to see exactly. some good answers because those types of stories make me laugh. <laughs> I'll, honestly, I was sitting here. I was like, I've asked so many game <laughs> questions. Like, most people don't respond, but you guys and everyone on the internet react when something's really yeah. fucking dumb. So I figured yeah. I'll pick a, a really dumb question. So, and also,
1: as well, uh, yeah. when we uh, ask questions for the end of the podcast, we're going to try and ensure that they're not so Fallout heavy. I know that you guys love that franchise. But the first section or segment of this podcast is dedicated to Bethesda and Fallout News, and we try and give people that stick to the end a little bit different content. So just bear that in mind as well for the future. Correct.
0: Yeah, so anyway, speaking of Bethesda, we got a short but interesting, very interesting, very active week uh, at Bethesda. Let's start off with the, the obvious news before we get into the more controversial stuff. Is Nuka World. We got the new trailer. We got some trophies and achievements. Yes. Just to let you guys know, we're not going to cover those because those are spoilery and we want you guys to stay for the podcast as long as you want to. Yeah. And we don't want to kick you out by talking spoilers. So they are out there on the internet if you want to go to the length of looking them up. They're relatively spoiler free, but if you want to go in blind, then don't pay attention to them. But let's yep. talk about this trailer alone.
1: It's fucking brilliant, isn't it? Like, it was just fun. one thing it was fun. that I need to point out is that the soundtrack is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, going into this trailer, it it seems to be not taking itself too seriously, the DLC that is, yeah. and Fallout's always done that. And I know some people have been mentioning, "Oh, this is too fun," you know, Fallout needs to take itself a bit more seriously. But Fallout, Fallout's always been like this. It's always had yeah. that underlying comedy to it. And the example Maddie keeps mentioning is Fallout Two. Um, but like, I, I'm so excited. Best for
0: example it. I can think of. Them. Every Fallout has those those moments. Um, there, there's there's yeah. Fallout Four has it once. And it's it's really hard to, to find, but it's a, a random encounter with Parker. And hmm. he, like, offers you to show you something in exchange for caps. And at the end, he just goes, retard. Like, he just, up, <laughs> yeah, he just straight up calls you that. And you're like, what the fuck is his problem? Like, it's one of those moments. So Fallout's always had it. And anyone who says that Nuka World contradicts what Fallout's about, I don't want to say you don't know what Fallout is, because I think that's a little more, it's a little too elite for my standards. But uh, <laughs> Nuka World is not something that should be like, they, they, you know, Bethesda's just fucking it up more, man. They're they're having fun with the license. It's a DLC. They're having fun with it. And I think Nuka World is shaping up to be a good exit for Fallout 4 to yeah. what was a somewhat rocky start. And, and
1: mentioning the, the thing of comedy, I remember this one comment in New Vegas that I had to Google right now just to make sure it's right This one comment that's like nobody's dicks that long not even long dick johnson <laughs> yeah. he had a fucking long dick that's the name like <laughs> you know was, what uh, i mean like it's always I, been I, like
0: cassie or what was cass it? yeah yeah cass. okay <laughs> yeah yeah I, I remember that see like yeah they, they had this crazy shit i mean here's the thing with video games i don't mean to go off track right away but people need to realize like games are that in its name games they are fun So yes, they can take themselves serious, push the medium forward, but they also have to be fun. And so if it's a DLC not a full game, I'm all for this type of Fallout where it's just like, go play random mini-games and earn tickets. And And,
1: and also as well, Far Harbor was kind of the serious DLC, and now we've got something a bit different in in Nuka World. And I'm really thinking that it could be just like a lot of fun. The only thing that I would mention is that You know when you're at an actual amusement park in real life and you can ride a ride or a roller coaster two, three, four, five, however many times and still have fun? I don't see that being the case in a video game. I'm assuming you can ride a roller coaster once and like, all right, that was cool. Unless
0: it's it's Thrillville for the PS2. Fuck sake man you remember that game you and your...
1: random games <laughs>
0: <laughs> now that yeah i think that one was one of the more underrated uh what's the word for it like sims types games like you, you built yeah. your own amusement park or something along those lines it was a fun game i liked just it just
1: imagine though fallout 4 vr on the fucking roller coasters oh that God. would be sick <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> no way man this is so realistic yeah the only thing i was
0: really missing i thought a lot of my guesses about nuka world were like completely ballparking it and and we're gonna be wrong but a lot of them were actually pretty on on the money uh the only thing that I, i've actually been wrong about that i can think of is the uh building your own roller coaster rides in the settlement mode yeah i was thinking like maybe that, they'll so do you- that. You yeah, can ride uh, them, so close enough, right? Uh, a lot of yeah. people are like, that's, that's stupid. There's no way that's going to happen. I'm like, watch.
1: Fucking watch. watch. The, the thing that I will mention as well, though, is that this DLC clearly has some serious undertones to it. Like, I, I know that, for example, look at the Suicide Squad t- trailer. That was like this super fun trailer, and then the movie was slightly different. It could be a similar scenario here. Like, when you actually play this DLC, yes, there are serious undertones. Even in the trailer, you saw the fact that slavery is is making a big uh, comeback Mm -hmm. also as well. Being a raider and raiding other towns, you saw in the trailer that you were raiding fucking Sanctuary Hill. All of these settlements that you built in the vanilla game, you can now raid them with a bunch of raiders and, and, and mark your territory. I mean... If that isn't serious, I don't know what is, but it just has the fact that it's kind of imbued with this fun amusement park, but it spills over into the main game. So I'm really looking forward to that. I made it very, very clear that I would love to be able to be like an evil raider to actually do uh, fucked up shit because I think we were lacking that in the main game. We didn't really have a faction that was like that that you could join. Um, but now that we can actually be you know, the head of a raider gang, I'm fucking excited. Like that, that sounds yeah. so much fun to me.
0: Yeah, I, I'm wondering if those, like, you, you take a raider gang and you take over one of your settlements, what effects that really have? Like, my guess was that it'll probably just turn settlers into raiders and that's it. I wonder it, <laughs> I wonder if it has really any actual, I want to say impact, like, if it's actually yeah. going to change the way the settlements work. Because, are, like, you've already taken them over. What are sure. you doing taking them over again? Are you just going to slaughter everyone? Is it going to turn off all the essentials and just kill anyone who's there? That might well, be the
1: way I see it working out is hopefully, and I don't know if this is going to be the case, say if you have a pre-established settlement, you set up like a bunch of people there, and then you come in with some raiders, and then you set up like a slavery ring. So all the people that were there previously are now slaves, and now you're the fucking big raider boss. Yeah. I think that could be a cool way it works, but we have no idea how it's actually going to work. Yeah. But you could just, like Matty said, kill everyone.
0: I made sure, because I, I have a uh, a viewer I actually met at PAX East this year gave me his code for Nuka World, so I made sure not to play it yet because I didn't because I knew we'd be speculating a lot in this trailer, yeah. Or in this tra- not this trailer, this uh, podcast. So I didn't want to like have my vision and my ideas be altered when we talk about it. Also, kind of
1: like when I was talking about Fallout Four of those yes, podcasts,
0: yes, <laughs> yeah, for two weeks. But oh man, I gotta listen to those again and hear what you said. <laughs> See if you <laughs> dropped, like, any, like, subliminal hints that, like, something was going on. Like, I was I, very careful. I was very careful. Yeah. Because, uh, like, I didn't want to, like, break any NDAs and, or, or risk doing that. So, um, yeah, I, have, I haven't played it yet. Also because we need Fallout gameplay at times. And if I'm in Nuka World, I only have one character on my PC. So if I'm in Nuka World and I need Fallout gameplay and I can't capture it, I'm like, well, fuck. I'm going to have to go take someone else's. and And that's, like, a whole thing I try to avoid in general. So it's, like... like I, i'm trying to carefully yeah. pick when i start nuka world um but i really but whenever like the i music... try and
1: get footage on of other people's youtubers i always try and just use your footage because no one's gonna give a shit mm-hmm. if you use anyone else's footage and even if you give credit for it some people still get salty for some reason it, yeah i don't it's get just that weird.
0: i usually give credit if it's like a let's play though i don't <laughs> if it's literally a straight let's play no commentary and yeah. and like I take their gameplay it's like okay that I just didn't go play the game then like I don't that's just mm. me though I don't get but what
1: me. if it was like one area that's like 40 hours in and you just need this one little piece of footage
0: that's what I'm Would saying you do that's it? usually what I do that's usually what I yeah. do like I don't think at that point like what is the point of giving credit I'm doing something for a visual representation like I'll usually yeah, slide correct. in like a little graphic but you know it, it depends yeah. kind on of, who the YouTuber is you know if it's like Something. If I use an extended amount of their gameplay, yeah, they get credit. But if I use a snippet of like twenty seconds, like it, mm. it's just because I'm trying to visually represent what I'm talking about, and I'm I'm briefly using their gameplay, yeah. which is a cool thing we have called fair use. You know, every, <laughs> everyone uses no, it. <laughs> no, Matty, that does not exist. Yeah, that does not exist. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, anything shock you in this trailer? Mine was the the mini games. You know, I knew they'd be there, but I, I was wondering, like, how serious are they going to go? Because Fallout 4 was really serious, I felt. So I was wondering yeah. if they were going to change that up. And I was shocked to see, like, oh, they got these cool mini games.
1: Um, I don't think anything necessarily shocked me. Like, there were things that I liked. Like, for example, the fact that within this amusement park, there are different types of themes. So you can really go into, like, different areas and you have your own little mini world. Like, the example that I gave was... Dry Rock Gulch kind of gives a New Vegas feel because mm-hmm. it's country and western. And I know some people will say that's not what New Vegas is, but it is. Let's yeah. be honest. Um, it's got that. So theme. yeah,
0: I, the first place you go to is a saloon. <laughs> it's like, it's a
1: saloon. Um, and then there's dude on
0: a rocking chair outside, and you can <laughs> <feel> like fucking <laughs> door. <Dumbledore. laughs>
1: and even like that when the soundtrack changed to Dry Rock Gulch, you had this guy speaking in that accent. I'm not going to try and impersonate it, but. I love to hear that. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't know, I just like the different themes So you got, what is it, Safari Adventure Kitty Kingdom, Dry Rock Gulch And something else that I'm missing um, It's like a space Galactic one Zone. I think. That's the one Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, I like that fact And so what Dry Rock Gulch is a bit of an easter egg Of New Vegas uh, Galactic Zone, a bit of an easter egg of all those alien DLCs That we got uh, I, I, just, I just think it's cool
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it definitely looks good Um for me, in terms of a favorite area, I, I, I'd have to say I was a big fan of Kitty Kingdom. I think that place looks like really cool. Yeah. It, 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 there's something about it. It's like the castles and stuff. Big fan mm. of that.
1: I like Safari Adventure because of that fucking crocodile death core monstrosity thing. Looked awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, that thing, like fucking Killer Croc. I was like, what the fuck? Are these dudes watching Suicide Squad or something like that. <laughs> it looks great.
1: Yeah, no, but... I, I am really excited about this DLC, though. It, it seems like a nice change of pace um, to the more serious nature of pretty much the main game and also the DLCs that have had a storyline to this date. I guess Automatron was was not
0: that serious, but mm. Far Harbor definitely was. See, some of the weapons there are really different looking. I, mean, I I hate identifying weapons in my trailer analysis. I hate it. It's the worst part. I always hate doing it because I know I'm going to fuck up one of them. And, and then I people it, would just
1: constantly well, okay, tell you about here,
0: it. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you. You haven't, you haven't. cracked a joke, so I guess you don't know. I fucked up. I oh, do
1: know. Okay. I do know. I was just being yeah.
0: kind. Yeah. I, okay. <laughs> I fucked up on the pipe pistol identification. God forbid, I don't know what the worst gun in the game is. I, yeah. You know, by by looking at it, because I I intentionally avoided the pipe pistol. Regardless, still my fuck up. Anyway. I identified a weapon as a ch- looked like a Chinese assault rifle, like an updated version of that. And People were like, "Matty, this is like a, a fucking carbon M sixteen with a nineteen magazine." I fu- I don't know. They fucking get this <laughs> crazy heavy gun talk on me, and I'm like, "Dude, like I'm just going up past Maddie, Fallout guns." Like
1: they've played Call of Duty, they're all gun experts. Okay. <laughs>
0: no, I know some people. Be- I-, I get people take guns seriously, and they they like identifying guns accurately. But unless I'm like doing an in depth analysis for like a a battlefield trailer. Where you need yeah. like, this really fucking precise, this is the year the gun was made, this was the make and model of it, like, th- this specific ammunition type, this is a clip, this is a magazine, that type of shit, sure, I'll go there with that. But, like, when it's Fallout, like, it, ugh, it drives me nuts, <laughs> I can't stand it. Like, there's this fucking, like, syringe gun. I'm like, what is that? How do I describe that to people? I'm like, what I think I, it is... I, I
1: love how people get super serious with the guns, and we have, like, an electric paddle ball. Like, yeah, come on! This yeah. game obviously isn't taking itself that seriously. We do have an AK-47, though. That I am excited about. Mm-hmm. That looks fucking cool.
0: I thought it looked like a Chinese assault rifle at first. I was like, dude, are they finally bringing it back? I'd be yeah, I don't know. I,
1: I think it's an ak like some people were saying, it's a Chinese assault rifle. I don't really know. Yeah, Again, like, like being in Australia, we're not that big on guns. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah,
0: I I don't know. But yeah, I was just, I I liked what I saw in the terms of guns and armor and stuff. It has a lot yeah. of new shit to it. Uh, that I didn't expect personally because you know it's hmm. it's less money than for a harbor and based off the way Todd Howard described it, where you know they priced it based off what they give you and how much is in it. It would obviously offer, I'd imagine, less than. Far Harbor, but it seems to show a lot of yeah. new stuff. There's a lot of new outfits in every turn you made, and they didn't show any of the unique stuff you could get from like the Nuka Cade. So, yeah, who knows what's a in there? Bunch of new
1: settlement things, if, if
0: that's your thing as well. So, yeah, yeah. So I think things can get uh, very interesting with this DLC. And what I like that I, I wish this is why I wanted them to do like a second season pass or a second full phase of DLC rather is because this DLC drips into the main game and changes Mm. things that people Mm. complained about. And it's like, I I wish they kept going just because that was... This is probably going to be a step in the right direction. Everyone's going to be like, dude, you need to do more because this was like making Fallout into a game. Say it's good and everything, I don't know yet. But, you know, let's say everything pans out how it sounds, like we've speculated. It's like, people are going to want more because it it was was such a good step in the right direction... Such a big step in the right direction, rather.
1: Yeah. I don't... Like, look, I think... I'd be stupid to say as a Fallout fan that I wouldn't want more. Of course, I'd want more. Like, mm-hmm. I, as far I know, a lot of people don't necessarily have Fallout Four as their favorite or even like a really preferred Fallout game. I do like it, and and every time there's a new DLC, I will get excited and I'll play it. It's aside from the workshop ones, that is. But yeah. you know, <laughs> um, if they want to move on, they want to move on, and that's yeah, you know, really their prerogative, and. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to start playing new games. I mean, we have yeah. so many games. Like, yeah, we
0: were, we were talking We'll, we'll the talk about, about this that. later. Yeah, yeah, so anyways. Yeah, we'll get to that in the in the next segment. But for now, yeah, Nuka World looks pretty cool. Looking forward to getting our hands on it. comes out August 30th, so 11 days from when we're recording this. Um, and yeah, we hope you guys are looking forward to it. So let's talk about what was really the, the big news this week, I think, that mm. actually arguably overshadowed Nuka World because this all happened on the same day. Is really that there were trademarks filed for a Fallout New Orleans. Yes. And, and, and oh they, God! And the person did their work. They but, yeah. But you did see. Uh, I didn't look into it too much, but you showed me that uh, it was the Fallout Wiki. I think they yeah. they so, did like, a fake trademarking to show how easy it was.
1: So to so to give a bit of, a bit of context, obviously you had a there was a Fallout New Orleans trademark filed pure just in the EU. Um, when Bethesda usually files the trademarks of Fallout, ZeniMax don't, from my knowledge. Uh, It's Bethesda. They'll do so in Australia. They'll do so in the United States and Canada and the EU. So this New Orleans uh, trademark was only there in EU. Um, So I guess that was kind of a red flag because you'd assume that they'd all relatively be done at the same time. Um, But I guess uh, an important thing is that there was no owner listed as the, you know the person who applied for this trademark. Mm-hmm. It was covered because it was like we only show this once pay- payment has been processed, and we're all like, all right, it's probably fake because um, someone just did this you know really easily and freely, and they had to they didn't have to pay, etc. But the trademark stated that it satisfied free fast track conditions or something like that, and according to the website for the EU trademark. It, they say that you can only satisfy free track... Oh, sorry. What's it called? Fast track conditions if you pay up front. However, apparently that's not true. So the Fallout Wiki and on Twitter, they're called at Nukipedia. Um So definitely go check them out. They tested this, right? And they tested to see how easy it is for anyone to actually file a false trademark. So they filed two trademarks, one for Fallout Gary and one for Fallout or Tomwa or something. And if you actually search the EU trademark database and the uh, WIPO database, which shows you like all data, all trademarks around the world essentially, um, they were actually through and they're sitting in application just like the Fallout New Orleans one. And even though one of them satisfied fast-track conditions, they didn't need to pay up front. So even though the website says you need to, in reality you don't so long as you promise that you pay. So it's kind of gotten more likely now that this is actually, uh, potentially anyways, a false trademark because we still don't know uh, you know, who applied for this. And also as well, it could be very easily the case that once it gets into the opposition period, that a Bethesda or a Zenimax actually step in and say, hey, you can't do this without trademark. So at least at this stage, uh, you know, all because of the hard work of the Nukipedia Twitter and the and the, nu- and the Fallout Wiki, sorry. It seems like it will be fake. It's like 99% sure that it's fake because if you do those searches for the other fallouts, you'll see very similar applications that were very easy to make. Hmm. Um, So it was a very interesting set of circumstances, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely when I saw that, I was like, okay. Uh, the, the only thing was that I remember you saying that like, you know, the payment up front. I was like, Okay, so someone actually might have paid money to get this hoax done but then you think of the Survivor twenty two ninety nine where the guy was like, Yeah, I spent like nine thousand dollars to yeah. get this thing going and I was just like okay, so And, and to you, be honest, someone's spent I mean, money up front, like that's just yeah. Some people go to, to some crazy lengths to fuck with others. Well, I think the fact
1: that if payment was actually needed up front, it would make it less likely, but definitely not out of the uh, realm of possibility, because again, with the Survivor website, this guy spent thousands of dollars on the domain and the website and keeping it all up, right? Mm -hmm. So... I think the the fee for a trademark application with the EU is about a thousand pounds or $1,300 US. So it still was possible that someone would have faked this if payment was, was actually cri- required up front. Can't speak today. Um, but mm-hmm. apparently, you don't actually need to pay. You just have to... You can promise that you'll pay. And it still satisfies the fast track condition. So it at this stage... It seems like it is, or potentially very, very false. We can't say for 100% certain, because who knows? It could come next month and say, oh, this was applied for by Bethesda, but we don't know that, and especially because those trademark applications aren't present in other territories, it does seem less likely.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which I, I, I made sure I heavily stayed in the beginning of my video. I was like, guys, don't get excited. <laughs> I was like, please don't get excited. I, I, especially I was because, because of the name. If it's going to be a spin off, it's not going to be Fallout New Orleans. That's the thing. Yeah. It'll be set in New Orleans, for example, but it will not be called Fallout New Orleans. It will be called like something fallouty, like New Vegas, you know, something in the Fallout universe that has had it transformed. Like for example, uh Fallout Toronto and Fallout's called Ronto, so it'd be like Fallout Ronto. Something yeah, like that.
1: Yeah, I see what you mean. yeah, yeah. I, I I was a bit guilty in getting caught up in the hype. Like I saw that coming. I was like, Oh my god, I got so excited. And then you know, I released that full video of mine, and then more information came out that I was like, "Oh, this actually could be, be potentially true, because hmm. I'll actually get the comment that I wrote yeah, about I don't it. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Um, because I mean, I, I it, wouldn't
0: say get caught up in the hype, but it's more so you get excited, you put the information out there, and, and then the viewers, the listeners got to work with that information because then there's someone out there who might know a little bit more than you or might know a different angle on something and they'll provide well, their point import- and that's how you find out more so like people go, you well, go well, thousands of i was just saying it's that.
1: thousands of millions of people on the internet with all different eyes looking at the same issue and of course people are going to see different things but mm. even like a day uh, or a day or two after i uploaded my video there were some updates which suggested that this could this, at least it led to it be, be being potentially real. So first of all, people were saying that the New Orleans logo that was there looked a bit un- unprofessional. It didn't look like a proper Fallout logo. But if you actually do your trademark search for Fallout New Vegas, it's a very similar cer- set of circumstances. It's not like the nice, fancy Fallout New Vegas logo that we have on the game cover and whatever. It's actually just a very plain, basic, white and black Fallout yeah, New Vegas logo. Very... Someone,
0: someone did a Photoshop yeah. on that. Yeah. Yeah, that so
1: it's, it was... It was a very similar plain and basic style, um, so I guess that that wasn't a reason to suggest that this was fake, right? Um, and also as well, this was a very, very, very accurate trademark application. Now they could have easily looked at other trademark applications made by Bethesda and just copied the same things, fair enough, but at least so, according to the Wikipedia Twitter, that it was much more involved you know, to actually do this application, like they only did a very basic one but just to prove the point that you didn't need to pay. But the actual one that was made was a bit more in-depth and it was accurate. Um, So at that stage, I was like, all right, it's leading towards being more real. And then I got to the fact that with fast-track conditions, you had to pay up front. Allegedly, according to their fucking website, like that's what they said on the website, you have to pay up front. Turns out that that's not the case when you actually try and do it. So at least at that stage, I was thinking, all right, you have to pay up front. $1,300 US, less likely that someone would pay that. Um, And then people were saying that, well, Why is Bethesda applying for trademarks in territories that aren't United States? I'm like, well, that's not how it works. They'll apply for trademarks in all major territories in which they're selling the game. So that didn't suggest that it was fake. What's suggesting that it's fake is it's so easy to actually do so and not pay. That's what it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, essentially. That's what it is. The only thing is that trademarks are are usually... I don't remember the last time I've seen a trademarking that's, that's... Come out to like give some promising information. It's usually registrations on the ratings board. board I've noticed yeah, is yeah. that is is what usually gives away a game before its announcement.
1: Well, uh, like well, let's think Bioshock the Collection, uh, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, etc.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. they, I mean it so many with examples. So many games. The ratings board yeah. always gives them away or gives hints on <clears throat> what's happening in the game or something, and so. Yeah, that, that's that's where I think if people really want to go and look and see if something's happening with a Fallout game, but usually those ratings are submitted when the game... Is that when the game's like basically done because they're, they're reviewing the product and, and what it should be rated as for sale? Sorry, can you repeat that? I couldn't hear you. I said, I said that when... I said, is that when a game's almost done, though, is when they're on the ratings board because then they're being submitted as the final product on, on what it should be sold as?
1: Um... I don't think the, the games necessarily have to be like completed. Like they can still work on the game um, right up until launch. Typically, from my memory, the classifications are made like a, cu- a couple of months before the not the yeah. Like, I'll say a couple of months before a game is actually released. Um, so the game doesn't have to be in a finished form. They just have to submit material that they really think is going to ju- determine or
0: deem the classification of the game. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: So maybe it could be trademarks. I mean, that or LinkedIn profiles. <laughs> Do you remember that? Random studios.
1: Holy shit, man! Yeah. That that bring back memories, man.
0: Yeah, I remember May. That was God. exciting. That was really exciting. I remember when that happened. I I fucking both times. We went, when Fallout 4 was teased and when that happened i was getting up late as fuck and i literally i've never sprung board out of my bed so hard we're like it was like an ass bounce it was like boom like that and i was like it, two feet in that the was air behind um... me. i was like <laughs> landing on my bed. I, I sat down in the chair i'm like all right let's do this like, let's
1: do this Dude, that, that was the night uh, where like, my girlfriend had known about my YouTube channel, but she didn't know my channel's name or anything like that because I didn't <laughs> want to tell her yet. And then all that news came up, and I just looked at her, and I'm like, I'm really sorry. I need to do this. And then I started making videos in front of her, and she's just like, what is going on?
0: <laughs> so the dedication, ladies and gentlemen. That That's what it know. Was, you know, that, that was. That was some serious shit. I, I hope that... that whatever is working on next, channel's that same type of excitement, because I know it's going to be something new, and I know people were excited because it was a new Fallout game. Like, I hope if that Starfield game is something re- they're revealing next year, that that is actually, like, something that excites people, where they can really uh, get behind it, like, wonder, Fallout and these Scrolls. I what it's going to be. Like, I know people say now, they'll say in the moment now, like, no way. But, like, I think a good example is what just happened, Fallout New Orleans. When that happened, people fucking flipped that fallout new orleans was in oh, the, i know was in the oh, i know everyone was excited again yeah, i was just i was excited i thought i'm not gonna get that excited about a game for a while and then once that happened i was like oh shit new fallout i was like fuck yes it's like i was really hyped uh you know it, it you don't know i guess ahead of time but I, I wonder if it's gonna be that same palpable contagious hype that, mm. that everyone's like fallout I gotta get in on this. I wonder if they're gonna be like Starfield? I gotta get in on that. This space shit, dude.
1: Do, do you reckon it's gonna be another No Man's Sky situation? <laughs> oh,
0: man. Yeah, that's the thing, is that these space games, like, really haven't been doing that well, so it's like. makes you wonder I, I, if space I think, is a good route right now. Look,
1: maybe the whole No Man's Sky situation will, I guess, teach people not to get so hyped and to kind of manage. Fallout 4 expectations.
0: should have done that. Fallout 4 should have done that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but arguably No Man's Sky had more hype behind it. I'd argue that.
0: That and and Fallout 4, I think most people can say at least that was a good game. You know, they can Mm. walk away and say at least I had some fun with that. Where No Man's Sky was like the first... After mm, about 10 hours, my attention span was like dead. I was like, okay, I'm doing the same thing over and over.
1: It seems very repetitive.
0: Yeah exactly what it is you know at least a fallout yeah some people be like oh it's just shoot this collect that i'm like every fucking rpg has that dipshit every rpg has a shoot this <laughs> collect that it's about the context <laughs> behind it and fallout 4 didn't offer that that often that's what the issue was yeah i hate that though i hate that argument this is an rpg that you can just chalk up as a kill this collect that do this do that fetch quest i'm like stop stop Not a lot because, of rpgs every rpg has that it's about the yeah. story you create behind it you know, it, about how dark you'll go or how much hope you'll instill in people with your actions. That's what matters. And Fallout 4 lacked that. Mm. Every RPG has the same skeleton though, in my opinion, for Yeah. the most part. It's about to Collect this, do that, kill this, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. That should wrap up our Bethesda News roundup. Fallout New Orleans. Most likely fake. Probably yeah. you can get your hopes up for that Nuka world looking great. And now... Let's talk about some general games news. Let's talk about yes. what you're playing as well. Lone, are you playing any games this week?
1: So I'm unfortunately not playing any games. This week I've just been lazy. I've been like watching House of Cards a lot for some reason. I've just been tired at nights. Great mm-hmm. show, by the way. Um, but in terms of news, I'm really excited about... Well, f- there were two things. First of all, Bioshock the collection comparisons. Um, the up or the remastering that they, they've done... Isn't anything like crazy, crazy spectacular. It's just like a little little bit of a nicer up res to get them on the current gen consoles.
0: Yeah.
1: Um so it's you know, it doesn't blow anyone away, but at least it's a good way to if you haven't played Bioshock, that's probably the definitive way to do so. And if you really like Bioshock, I guess it is another reason to replay it again, especially if you haven't done so for a while. Um The second news that I want to talk about is the Ezio collection for Assassin's Creed remasters. Okay. I believe it's Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, and what's the other one?
0: I actually didn't look into it because I don't plan on picking it up. Like, when, when you Ubisoft said no Assassin's Creed this year, I'm doing that for myself now. Like, okay, no Assassin's Creed this year because I okay. want the next yeah. one to be enjoyable. So, yeah, like, fuck the Ezio collection. Fuck Chronicles. Fuck the movie. <laughs> fucking stop.
1: Oh, give the movie a chance, All Matty. Right, yeah, I'll see
0: the movie. I've been I've been good at that now. I've been seeing movies when they come out in the theaters. I used I'm so bad at that, but I've done it twice now. Did it with Suicide Squad, and I did it with Sausage Party, and I enjoyed myself both times.
1: I like um, going to the cinemas. Like just getting popcorn, getting a chalk yeah. top. Do you guys have uh, chalk tops in your cinemas?
0: Do you know what choc tops are? Uh, you mean like putting chocolate on top of the.
1: So chocolate? it's pretty much like a, uh, an ice cream cone, like oh, vanilla cool. in a ball, and they're just like oh, it has, it's, it's coated chocolate. In chocolate. Okay, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, they have those.
1: We call them choc tops. Do you have a different name for choc tops?
0: No, I don't think so, actually. I I don't know. i never had it. I, I, I usually call them, like, chocolate ball ice cream or some shit. Like, really basic just because I don't know what the real name for it is. <laughs> Choctaw. Um, Choctaw. Yeah,
1: so I I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for S.J. Collection. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Skyrim's coming out
0: soon, too. So, God,
1: so many Skyrim. games.
0: Yeah, let's talk about that real quick because, you know, we were saying how we were talking in the group chat. Uh, for those who don't know, we have a, a group chat. It's me, Lone. My best friend Connor. I think Noah's in there. Um, then we have uh, Lone, Camel. George, Camel, Jackson. Am I leaving anyone out?
1: Jeez, if we're leaving anyone out, they're going to be um, – We said ouches breach,
0: right? Yes, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah,
0: that's it. Yeah, and, and so we we had this big group chat, and we've been planning to collab for a while now. Like George, Al, and I have been planning for a while to like meet up in the city and do something. We were going to do Pokemon Go. Pokemon Goes Broken now. I'm about to give up on that game, dude. I, I, I can't play it anymore because I like it so much, but like. They're, I, they're I
1: testing this really cool tracking mechanic, and I'm waiting for it to be rolled out to everyone Same, because that's want... going to get me back into it.
0: Yeah, because I, I want to keep playing it. I still have it installed. I open it every now and then, but I can't. I'm not motivated to go outside to play it right now. Yeah, neither. Um,
1: Just wandering around aimlessly trying to find a Pokemon yeah, It's not fun to
0: No, it's not. So yeah, there's that um we tried that but like we we all said we want to play games together and put them on our channels because everyone likes it when we work together yeah definitely we, we definitely saw it at e3 people were happy to see like camel and i together for example um seeing like noah in the hotel room uh my, <laughs> that sounded so wrong Noah in the hotel room with connor and i <laughs> doing doing uh coverage for like what we played at e3 a lot of people like those types of collabs uh, because you know they know we're friends, but we don't really show it. Because we'll, we'll talk on Twitter every now and then publicly, but like other than that, we're always talking in the private chat. In the chat, yeah. And so we were like, I-, I sent a message today asking everyone, you know, what games for the fall were they looking into, so that we could start, you know, playing games together, talking more and stuff. And yeah. So we kind of settled on a handful of games. Uh, <laughs> Battlefield One for sure. That's an yeah. obvious. Everyone's going to be playing that. Mm. Titanfall Two. We're definitely considering. Yeah, Xenoverse 2, I'm so excited for yes. that That's going to be so fun to just team up with. Oh my god, that could, that could make some Funny shit, seeing Al scream as like A super saiyan, I would <laughs> pay To see that um, There also was uh, My brilliant idea of all of us buying WWE 2K17 And, and like fighting for a fucking like YouTube championship
1: <laughs> so, Oh, we should do like a tournament yeah, Oh, right, That's that'd be, a great idea That
0: would be so much fun <laughs> uh so, or like a
1: royal like a like a royal rumble or like a <laughs> <yeah>. oh <laughs> fine, that would I've, be so much fun yeah yes. so if
0: that's possible i, I really want to do that um so yeah we, we're bouncing around some ideas we're excited that we're all gonna start working together at least this fall for sure uh because yeah. although there's and there's also gears 4 i don't know how much you're the gears and stuff but i'm not crazy in the gears but i'm still gonna probably review it yeah um
1: and there's also other games that are just always popular, although we're trying to play, like, the new releases, but GTA, for example, is always popular, and it's a game that we've actually played together in the past, and those videos are really good. That stream was the funniest stream that we've ever done. Yeah. Us trying to fucking pile into a plane and fly <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, I forgot about that. But we're also trying to, like, stay current. You know, we're trying to, to make sure we're, we're riding, because, you know, right now a lot of us are, I want to say departing from Fallout, but we're diversifying. All of us are. 'Cause Fallout's not gonna be this this crazy game that's always in the talks. So we gotta try different games, but to do that we gotta stay current. So that's why we we're looking ahead. We we're like, all right, what well, games can we all play together? Yeah, so exactly. there's that for sure. That's exciting. Um anyway, what game I'm playing this week is uh I've been playing Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon. I wanted to play Pokemon Omega oh, Ruby. Okay. Wait, is that you have a three DS? Yes. Ah, oh, okay. Cool. i've had that for i've had a 3ds for a while i have yeah,
1: the, I, i've actually been wondering you actually, what you'd, you'd, like 3, one
0: up. you'd like my 3ds you'd oh, like my 3ds fucking wires attached to my chair shit you can see it right here it's the uh, oh that's dope that is yeah. cool yeah uh even though i'm not really a big zelda fan but i liked it a lot just because you know i do that's enjoy true. legend of zelda link was my favorite smash character so i was like all right <laughs> pankajou was mine like, all
1: right so Literally this week, not even lying, I was looking into whether I want to buy a Nintendo 3DS XL because they just released new colors for them, so they still mm-hmm. seem to have a bit of an interest. But I just don't know what the NX is going to be, and it seems like it's going to be a dual console and handheld. Yeah. And I'm just so tempted to not buy a 3DS XL because if I do, then they release or announce the NX, and they're like, yeah, it's a handheld, and it's a console, blah, blah, blah. I would I don't imagine know what that
0: I the NX won't be playing 3ds games so i if i were you and you had like a, a bunch of 3ds games you were interested in then yeah you should probably buy a 3ds i mean i love my 3ds i know people think like they joke that i don't because i love my vita but actually my friends about to borrow my vita so i'm gonna be without that Ooh, for a little bit. maddie's letting go is veda well, because I, he loves dang and rampa uh it's a game i've raved about on the podcast multiple times for those who don't know it's like a, a visual novel but it's got murder mystery in it it's about like a bunch of teenagers locked in a school and the the only way you can escape is is by killing but they don't want to do that but you you can tell where the story starts heading and it gets really dark and twisted especially because they're these younger uh you know younger adults and so it's like a mix of that you know the murder mystery a, a visual novel in a sense but there's gameplay in it where you're almost establishing like uh for those of you who play persona you meet these friends throughout this school And uh, you can build social links with them in a sense where you get closer to them, get to know them, but they can get killed. So if they die, you've just wasted your time investing in that person or someone that you thought you knew, they reveal another side of them if they're like a murderer. So it's a really cool series. And on top of that, there's, like I said, murder mystery where you're actually – that's where a lot of the gameplay is where you're picking up evidence, inspecting it, and then you're using it in a class trial uh, to figure out who the killer is because if you get it wrong, then everyone dies and one person escapes. Mm. So it's, it's a really fucking good series, and I rave about it so much because I know it doesn't get the attention it deserves, and I have a, a video idea I'm going to do on that game. Um, but anyway, like I said, long-winded explanation for my friend wants to play Danganronpa 2 because he played the first one on his, uh, I think his Mac, and, or his emulator, something like that. And he's like, I want to play the second one. I'm like, dude, you got to play the second one. Take my Vita. Because uh, that's how passionate I am about my Vita. I'm, I'm letting someone borrow it so that they uh. can play the greatness that is Danganronpa. <laughs> Seriously. Some would,
1: some would argue you're letting go of the Vita, Matty. No. Nah. I mean, but hope. that's the
0: thing. I've been filling my handheld void with this. Because, like I said, I've been playing uh, Super Mystery Dungeon, which is the latest int- entry in the Mystery Dungeon game. I was, like I said, going to play Omega Ruby. But I decided not to because with Pokemon Go, if I played Omega Ruby, I get burnt out before Sun and Moon came out. If I actually have a chance, yeah, to yeah.
1: Sun and Moon's interesting. So the new Pokemon I don't they're not,
0: revealing are just so stupid. I I, I don't. They need. To they stop. they
1: revealed a new one today that was kind of cool. It's like a, a fighting crab Pokemon. Yeah, like, like it kind of looks like it has boxing gloves. Look, I've liked some of the new Pokemon reveals. Like, like only the Aloha some.
0: Sandshrew, for example, that's cool.
1: I, look, I, I like them, right? But for me, I, I, I'd rather see new Pokemon as opposed to, like, I'll call it reskinning, even though that might be a bit harsh. It's a bit more than that because it makes sense, like in terms of Darwinian theory and all that jazz. Bringing Pokemon to another area and having them adapt—it's cool. It is cool, and it's cool to see renewed Pokemon make a, a comeback. But I, I, I would just like to see new Pokemon, cool-looking Pokemon, and I just haven't been too impressed with the overall um, Pokemon that have been revealed. A lot of them, like, there's a lot of, like, really cutesy yeah. Pokemon.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, a
1: lot of them. I, I, I don't...
0: Yeah, anyway. Yeah, there's no, like, badass looking ones, like a Hitmonchan or Hitmonlee, like, that you can see so, the real world inspiration from. So know? there's a
1: really, like, I, I I do love the Marowak one, because it's, like, uh, inspired off the, the fire dancers. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they spin the fire sticks. like That's cool. Uh, that is cool, I'll admit. Um, the one that I new pokemon that i like as well is like did you see the the big like the little uh fish that they can all combine together
0: and create this massive big ass see that's the thing i haven't paying attention yeah. because I, I i part of the fun i've had with the past x and y and what i'm looking forward to sun and moon is that it, you, you see these pokemon and you're like oh shit like i, I didn't know about this. this is cool what is this and, and discovering so, it so you don't you don't want me to link you no, because, like, I like, actually, uh, I'm one of those guys who I enjoy reading the Pokedex and, like, learning, actually, yeah. about the Pokemon when I first discover it. I think that sense of discovery with a game like that is, is really important to keep yeah, you going. Right. But yeah. uh, I, the only Pokemon games I haven't played are, are Black and White 1 and 2. And, actually, I them, I, I'm playing Super Mystery Dungeon, and, and you, I don't you've played them before, right? At least tried them? I know what they are. Okay, yeah. It, yeah it's, like, Pokemon... But there aren't humans in this world. Like, they don't even yeah, really yeah, know what yeah. humans are. They, yeah. They're a myth. And so um, so the, the cops in this game, I say in co- cops in parentheses, like Sheriff, is a Magnezone. And I saw it, and I'm like, what the That's fuck's cool. a, a Magnezone, though? Because I, I never played Black and White. Oh, you where... didn't know what one? That's awesome. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. so I was like, what the fuck is that? That's awesome because it, it, it was so fitting looking. I was like, that is such a good idea. And yeah. I, I thought, like, I looked it up. I was like, was this created for this game or, or what was it? And I found out it was in, in black and white or something like that. And uh, it was like an evolved version of Magneton or something along those lines. The, those evolutions,
1: cool. the evolutions that they did for Magma and Electabuzz yeah. and Magneton are really cool. I'm a really big fan of them.
0: Yeah, I like those too. I think evolving, uh, li- quite literally, evolving on the originals that didn't have evolved forms is, a, or has like, only one evolved form Maybe making a third one. I think that's a cool way of pushing the series forward, too.
1: Yeah. yeah. So
0: I, I like that. I also like the Mega Evolutions. They have good ideas for Pokemon. You know, I, So I, I think, because a lot of people are skeptical on Mega Evolutions, and, and that turned out pretty well. I think people are going to like the Aloha Region Pokemon. They just have to get their hands on the game. It seems to be that way with Pokemon every year. They're skeptical with the new ideas, but then it comes out, and they're like, okay, this is really good.
1: That, and and they're, I don't know if you want me to talk about it, but they're really changing how the game operates in terms of gyms and whatnot. Do you want me to go into it? Or?
0: Isn't it like an islands instead? Yeah, they're like, like
1: island challenges. Like, I don't
0: know if they're completely That's one removing. thing I read and I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. I, like well, I,
1: don't, I don't know if they're getting rid of gyms entirely. That's what I'm saying. Or... I'm
0: like, are they replacing gyms? Or is, like, is this the gym? Trials are the gyms? Or is it there's trials and gyms? Because if there's both, that sounds awesome.
1: Yeah, like, exactly. Well
0: it it could
1: be a situation where each island like there are four islands or whatever, but that means there are only four types of gym leaders I guess you're going up against, even if you versus other trainers, you know, leading up to the major island leader. Like I I know it's a try. it's a old concept in terms of the eight gyms and the and the Elite Four, but I still I still think it's really good because you can get a sense There's of all like these it. other types in the game. Yeah,
0: and I think each area. I like it because each area it leads into has its own story, and, yeah. and that ties into the main narrative, and that pushes that forward and leads you to the next town. I think the best the game that did it best, hands down, was Emerald. Pokemon mm. and Emerald is so good. Uh, I love I, that. Would enough. be my favorite Pokemon game if Blue wasn't the one that started it off. Like I, I'm, I'm so torn. Like when I was making my my honorable mentions for that hashtag seven fave games, I really couldn't decide between Blue or Emerald, but I kind of picked Blue because I was like. You know, that game started it for me, and I remember playing tons of hours of that, but Pokemon Emerald was, like, the first game uh, for Pokemon that I played. And was like, this is why I love Pokemon. Like, it was just such a good game in every yeah, way. Yeah, for
1: me, it was it was definitely... Like, uh, of course, like most people, I, I really loved the originals. But Pokemon Crystal mm-hmm. was really the game that just made me fall in love in the, with the Pokemon franchise. I mean, the whole night and day calendar thing. Like, uh, yeah. time zone. Sorry. It was really clock, advanced
0: sorry. for its time.
1: I love that. I love the fact that you could... Uh, go back to the original region and and reface all the gym leaders in the Elite Four. It was kind of like a, an entire new game plus. And then at the end you get to verse Red from the previous games or Blue or whatever. Like I, I love that game. I mm-hmm. fell in love with that game. That was
0: that was a cool. That that was yeah. that was kind of like a, a mind fucking away. You know, yeah. Like when you face Red or Blue or whatever, it was like oh shit! Like it's myself from the previous <laughs> game. It's, it's, almost like a, this uh, like this... it's almost like a prototype 2 kind of thing where you fight Alex yeah. Mercer. It's, it's really cool.
1: Yeah, have this,
0: He has this fucking really, really powerful Pikachu and just kicks your ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as for my favorite news bit though, is that EA is now actively looking into remasters. They were not looking into remasters, were not interested in that. They were like, we'd like to push the industry forward, but then they realized that the money's there so now they're like yeah we're looking into it and of course of course they use an example as mass effect i love mass effect one of my favorite game franchises like many people out there but if i'm a company and i want to remaster a game i want to go back and bring a game from the past that no one has really gotten into and bring it back and show people why it was fucking awesome and if i'm ea and i own the star wars license that's already money right there. People will buy fucking things that have Star Wars on it. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold
1: on, hold on. So you you're upset that they're remastering or potentially remastering Mass Effect because you want Star Wars?
0: <laughs> no, all right. I'm just saying though. Why bring? Okay, because Mass Effect isn't that distant where I haven't forgotten my experience with Mass Effect. <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> okay? No, because they did the Mass Effect collection on consoles. Like, they've sold so many different types of Mass Effect collections. I haven't
1: played Mass Effect, and a remaster would definitely make me play. All right,
0: you're in the minority for sure. Most people probably have played Mass Effect. Well, okay, well no, you well, say most also, people. But what's they're... the point of a collection if Mass <laughs> Effect 1, 2, and 3 have... They've clearly stated, unless they're fucking lying, do not tie into Andromeda. Well... If they are not the same... Why do people need to play 1 through 3 so badly? Which I guarantee that's, there well, will be cameos and references everywhere.
1: Obviously, that's not the point. Like, they're not saying that... Well, I don't know, maybe they did say this, that you need to play Master's Effect 1, 2, and 3 before you play Andromeda. I don't know if they have said that or not, they, but I'm pretty it's sure just marketing said, and money.
0: Yeah, I get that, but, like, Star Wars <laughs> makes money. Star Wars makes money. Remastered Knights of the Old Republic, like... Uh, but, but, uh,
1: they, they uh, have... Uh, battlefront 2 coming out soon right that's next year dude
0: they said that they were yeah, a well, new star wars ish. game every year that was a fucking lie when did they say that i'm pretty sure <laughs> they said that they wanted to do a new star wars game every year
1: mm. and they're yeah
0: their example of a star wars game this year i think was the death star expansion or whatever rogue one expansion right the rogue one expansion coming out this fall i think was their oh star that wars looks game. pretty cool No, I will admit, I I will wait for the discount, but I will buy the Battlefront Season Pass when it's on a discount. Mm. Because it has added a lot of cool stuff, and I do want to play it, Yeah, but I will not give you $50 for that, or $60 for that, no. yeah, Uh, Because I don't like Battlefront that much, but I do like what I've seen them add to the game. Because it's going to make it into the full game, it should have been. And so, battlefront
1: has a very very good base to work from like it, it i'm not even a, a massive star wars fan i understand that it was a very bare bones game but so it was titan 4 and i have high hopes of titan 4 2 you know what i mean like yeah. I, no, I think absolutely. they can build upon both those games well. that's
0: why i'm very much getting behind battlefront 2 when they start promoting that game i will be making videos on that because i love star wars just they're not making star wars games to talk about they're making yeah. movies. Maybe it was maybe I misheard. Maybe it was movies every year. Maybe it was a new Star Wars mm. movie every year. Was that it? I think maybe think just a new Star they're, Wars they're, something every year. Yeah, maybe, because they were doing they're doing Rogue One this year. I think next year is episode eight, right? And then mm. after that, maybe it's another spin off of some kind. Like that rumored Boba Fett one or something. Or was that a game? I don't <laughs> fucking know. Look <laughs> remaster KOTOR is what I'm getting at here.
1: Cause, of course it is. Just gotta remaster KOTOR. It's the
0: greatest game to ever be released. Because it's a Star Wars RPG. That mm. has not been done in so fucking okay. long. L-
1: let me ask you. Let me ask you. Would you rather a remaster of KOTOR or a new Star Wars RPG?
0: New Star Wars RPG. Easy. Hey, Easy. Okay. Fucking. Yeah. Make a new Star Wars RPG. I've said that for years. <laughs> fucking st- show people why a Star Wars RPG is good. Because mm. KOTOR is a perfect example of that. But. If I hear wind that there is a new Star Wars RPG, I will expect a KOTOR remaster because then people can get a gist for why this Star Wars okay. RPG could be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just I just like with that. when they announced Battlefront uh the release date or something along those lines or they did the big reveal. They also revealed the PS2 to PS4 program thing and they brought out hmm. Super Star Wars Star Wars sp- Speed Fighter, the uh, Starfighter game,
1: Star Wars Speed Fighter. <laughs> it was not. It was
0: the uh, the Starfighter game. I was actually playing it on my PS2 the other day, uh, mm. and and Bounty Hunter and, and something else, and, and they brought these games back, and people were like, "Oh, dude, like I remember playing these st- Star Wars games on my PS2." They brought back the nostalgia, and then people got Battlefront. Do, do you know so, what I'm really liking? Like yeah.
1: you're mentioning them bringing back, you know, all these old games for current-gen consoles. Did you hear what Aaron Greenberg of Microsoft said recently about the Xbox One um, pretty much being the last console for Microsoft in the sense that they're thinking they're just going to constantly iterate upon their current consoles like the Xbox One S and then you've got the Scorpio and then they'll just keep improving every couple of years or so. The reason really? why I like that is because whenever you bring back an old game for these consoles, it is now on the console. You know, like there is no backwards compatibility issues, you don't have to own an old console. Every time you buy these new awesome consoles that come out for the newer games, you can still go back and play these older games that have been remastered for those consoles. Hmm. That's why I'm really liking what Xbox One is doing. So if say if they brought back Kotor, a remaster, right? Then in ten years from now, we're still using the same architecture of the Xbox Ones
0: Uh, or the PlayStation 4s and
1: you can still play KOTOR. On that very console that you bought ten years from now, even though the remaster say comes out within a year, you know what I mean? So Mm. it's like obviously it's like a PC. It's exactly how PCs operate, but that's why I I think it's it's exciting because
0: console users haven't had that.
1: Yeah, and I remember like when they when they talked about this. uh, Do you remember how we had this argument on a podcast ages ago, where Noah was like, "Ah, they're selling so many PS4s. It's not going to be the last console generation." So Why'd it could be it, like, an
0: Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, fuck! I was is something wrong with your back, Maddie. No, no, I twisted it and it cracked. I'm sure my mic picked it up. Um, have you ever played a game called Death Row on the original Xbox? Death Row that sounds familiar. I don't think I played it, but I go on. It that Get is it. hands down the most overlooked game. No, nah, I haven't life. played that. It's a most, sports video game. Most overlooked <laughs> game I've played in my entire life. Have what, you, what ladies and exactly? gentlemen, played a game that's like an arena 4v4? You create your own team in a franchise, and in that franchise, you can pick like convicts, you can pick the Sea Cats, you can pick like any random fucking group of people you want. And then you go in a 4v4 match where not only do you have this laser kind of disc thing that you try to throw through a portal to score, but you can fucking kick the shit out of people on the field that are messing with it you. Like cool. The game has, like, a full-on fighting system that you can get into. But it's also, like, a, a team-based game. Like, you can do one-timers. Like, you can do these killer passing plays to score. So the games are competitive in two ways. It's a fighting game, but it's also a sports game. It's all, like, this action area. And there's power-ups that you can pick up for speed, attack, It actually looks money. like a lot of
1: fun, to be honest. And you can invest really in,
0: like, new players and free agents in the market to bring onto your team. And recruit them and they might be better than who you already had and you're fighting for this ultimate championship and death row is this big tv show where like people just fuck each other up and try to score goals and stuff and everyone watches it, it is such a good it, it actually has
1: pretty good reviews as well yeah, I, I find it funny with some oh. games that have reviews like game informer gave it a 5 out of 10 and then IGN gave it a 9.3 out of 10 a
0: 5 <laughs> out of 10 are they high yeah. I usually like Game Informer. Are they fucking high? That game is the farthest thing from five out of fucking ten. Who reviewed it? Was it Andrew Reiner? Because it better not be. Because I like Andrew. Oh, I love it. I want to like uh, Andrew.
1: Matt Hegelson. I don't know if he's still there or not.
0: Hmm. Does he have a Twitter? <laughs> you gonna tell him about? I'm gonna it. be like, how could you give Death Row a five out of ten? Because I know he'll be like, I made mean, this so many years ago. What the fuck? Like who the fuck are you? Like, I don't remember that game.
1: Uh, someone Let's actually that tweet. reminds
0: me. Someone tweeted at me yesterday. I tweeted a year ago. How could people like get? Because people were upset that Lincoln Clay, the protagonist in Mafia Three, was black, and people were getting pissed at that. I'm like, wh- like, how are you actually fucking mad about that? And someone was like, Wait, why today? did they get mad? Yeah, people got mad because like he was like part black. Oh my God! It was a vocal I minor, Vocal minority. Yeah, I but hope so. they were really vocal about it, and it was really annoying. I so I said like, I'm like, are you serious? Why is that an issue? And someone responded today, like, I, I, or yesterday, like a year and a half later, saying, it, it, "It's something like you know, it, it's more so about how they're handling the franchise. It's not that he's part black or something like that." I'm like, "You're really late. <laughs> like, how did you yeah. find this? This tweet was not linked in any videos." This tweet was not, like, anywhere. And it, it was, mm. like, from, like, what was it? it I, I don't know. I don't get how he found the tweet, though. And he fucking responded to it a year later. And I'm like, what are you doing? Did you scroll back that far? How would you find it?
1: Maybe someone, like, retweeted I don't know. It's really weird.
0: Yeah, I was, like, really confused. What, why
1: did they get mad that the guy was part black? I don't get... <clears throat> I
0: don't know. Sorry. Anyway let's move on to fan questions we have some really good ones this week i picked five we have some gaming ones and we have some life advice to hand out today alone wait yeah my favorite part <laughs> so we'll start off with the basic gaming one treks imagination treks of course he's T-Rex. asking a question S- yes. he actually asked a serious question what are your thoughts on titanfall 2 he got into the beta so he wants to know Ooh. what
1: we're thinking interesting um I I like the the multiplayer for the original Titan four. The only thing is that it soon became, or quickly became relatively stale and then repetitive. Um, I think they have a lot more potential and a lot more things to improve on with the multiplayer. You know, let's have different uh, mechs that are actually different and not just kind of slightly different. Mm. Um, a, A bit more variety, I guess, in the multiplayer is what I'm looking for. But I am really looking forward to the story player. Apparently it's only eight hours long, but at least they're trying I'm something. I'm
0: surprised it's eight hours long. That's like that's a general MBS like campaign one. campaign. Yeah. yeah. So Yeah. So uh, for me, I, I like what I see. I haven't looked up much into it. I my thoughts on Titanfall 2 are that it's gonna be it's, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I I love the first Titanfall. I was like, this is such a good first person shooter. Too, it's yeah. a shame that it doesn't have enough meat on its bones to keep this game alive. So, two, Hmm. I'm hoping that's what I wanted to add. I will probably play the beta, but I don't want to look up much PR on it because I know EA really just goes all out and and gives a lot away. But my general thoughts on Titanfall 2 are that they need to not release this game next to Battlefield 1. Stop. And they are, aren't they? it's like, stop, please. You are going to kill your own franchises. They are fighting for space when they can both dominate the market at separate times delay one of them probably not Battlefield yeah. 1 delay Titanfall 2 even if it's ready and good to go fucking make free DLC or something make b- bump up your PR do something don't put Titanfall 2 right next to Battlefield 1 and Call of Duty don't do that it's I it's mean just... look look at what happened
1: with um Battlefront and Overwatch I mean even though they they're not the exact same type of game Overwatch is completely dominated and you know overshadowed Battlefront, so Battlefront, uh Battleborn.
0: Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, wait, what? Battlefront was yeah, <laughs> last like but... fucking November. But... <laughs> Sorry, right. ba-
1: ba- Battleborn. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it'll be a similar situation, but from the same publisher. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. That I think that's a definitely a good comparison. I mean, maybe they're viewing it as we're gonna be making the money either way, but I think they can yeah. make more money. um Yeah, man. Overwatch is. Oh, now you said it overall it's just so, so good. interesting. I can't wait for season two. Why does it have to be in September sixth? I don't want to wait that long. Like me and my friends were trying to decide what to play last night. I'm like, I don't want to wait so long for season two. I can't oh man, I'm so excited for it to start because they have tiers now, so it's not just a number, it's a tier. Yeah. So, so um I'm really excited
1: Ma- for that. Maddie and I were talking about the Overwatch shorts uh previously, and if you watch the Bastion short and don't Fall in love with Bastion and stop hating him. You're a bad human being.
0: <laughs> yeah, the little, the little bird, a and how show. he like stops him from like massacring cool. humanity. I'm like, like he's P- he has PTSD what? essentially. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought I was like, wow, this is actually kind of deep for a robot. And yeah, I, I like how it ties into Reinhardt sort of. I was like, that's that's interesting. It's cool. I like it. They gotta make a hey. movie, man. Oh
1: yeah, they they going to
0: make an animated movie. Well, I think it's because the shorts, because they're shorts for a reason. That's why they're good. I'm like, but if they really somehow tie, like if each short led to tying them together somehow, and then they made a movie at the end of it all, yeah, I I would be so for that because that would be cool. Because dude, it's got that Pixar charm. Like it made me smile, it made me feel sad, and it it made me laugh. Like it, it it hit all the Pixar notes.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I'm just sitting
0: there thinking, like, come on, you guys can do it. Like, just imagine, dude. Imagine an Overwatch movie where they they team up and fight against evil of some kind. Yeah, yeah. I would like that. So, next question comes from at LNC underscore 13. Any advice for upcoming freshmen? We have answered this question multiple times, but I always like answering this one when people ask. Especially now is a good time because school is going to be starting up soon for a lot of people. So, might as well roll out this advice. Let people know uh, whether freshmen in college or high school. I'm not sure. You didn't specify but still, we'll, we'll give advice on both ends of the spectrum.
1: Freshman, can you explain that concept to me? I have oh, no yes, idea. You
0: don't know. Okay, it's it's your, <laughs> your like your your first year of college or like your first year of high school. Okay. So for you, All first right. year of university and first year of what the fuck do you call high school? Uh
1: Wait, wait, Grade... so what's your high school? Like you're how, how you? I don't
0: fucking know like whatever you... How
1: old are you in each of these grades or whatever? When you're whatever? entering high
0: school, you're about 13 and when you're entering college, you're about 18 Okay,
1: so for, with for us uh, Okay, that's interesting
0: uh, Anyways I, It's such a different system,
1: isn't it? Um, I'll say high school in Australia is I think you're like 12, 13 years old when you, when you go into high school. Yeah. Um, so, advice for that is... This is like the I year try- that
0: you enter school and you're afraid like you're going to get, because you're the youngest, you're going to get swirled yeah. by bullies, by the oldest yeah, it, in the school.
1: I would just tr- try and make friends and try and have a group of people that, y- that you hang out with. You know, they don't have to be like really close best friends that you hang out with all the time, but have that crew that you know that you can always go to and talk to and chat to. I think you know that's that's important to have um especially in the times where someone's giving you a hard time whatever at, at least you have that group of people you can always go back to that yeah. would be advice for me.
0: don't don't believe the movies you, like most people don't fucking care they'll they'll leave you alone they won't say anything because yeah. they're just up and going about their own agendas and that, nowadays most people if they see bullying going on someone if it is public Some step will, yeah someone will step in usually I'm not saying bank on that but like Usually, if, if shit's going down, you'll see someone like come in and, and say, like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, mm. I've, I've seen it before. It's, it's actually pretty inspiring stuff to see. It's like, wow, I need to go do I, I love
1: watching those videos where someone's getting bullied and then someone else just, just comes in and cracks them. Yeah, they like, yeah, fuck you!
0: <laughs> God, I want to get into a fight now. Anytime I watch a 30-second fight Twitter, I'm like, wow, if that was me, I would have kicked that person's ass. <laughs> they're, like, they're sitting like i've never been in a fight before so i'd probably fucking lose <laughs>
1: that's brilliant but yeah, yeah that, that'd be my advice
0: yeah i, I guess uh that's def- yeah that's definitely good advice to make sure you stay with a group um i recommend not overthinking it you know on the first couple of days just get focus on getting accustomed get to class on time find your seat early just so that you don't be that you're not that awkward kid who, who's lagging in the last one behind and everyone's looking at you when you enter the classroom save yourself the awkward moments where, when you can just focus on getting in class on time for the first week or, or so and, and you'll gradually make friends with the people you sit next to or whoever sits next to you because in high school there's a lot of group work
1: yeah. college
0: on the other hand if you're entering college for the first year or university um that shouldn't be too big of a deal it, it, it's i want to say shouldn't be too big of a deal but uh, if you're going away for the first time, that's definitely a very anxious period because you don't know how it's going to go. I've heard joining like a club, for example, or getting involved somehow is a good way to do it. A lot of people make friends with their dorm room mates now. Uh, that's that's a pretty common thing. Is that they message their dorm. They they they're very very specific on who they pick to have a, a dorm with because that's someone they're going to spend a lot of time with. They want to be friends with that person, and then they'll show each other new friends and they'll all hang out together. So that's another just way. Just ask
1: you, Matty. So your college is you, you go to this, this place, you're 18 or whatever, and you live in a dorm.
0: Is that how typically it happens? Uh, well, for me, I don't do that. I commute, which means I just drive to school and back because okay. I, I live okay. at home. But a lot yeah. of people go away to, for example, like uh, they'll go away to California and yeah. they'll – live in a dorm that the college owns and yeah it's essentially just an apartment so that's what it is you're living in an apartment or a house sometimes you'll you'll live in a house with friends and yeah. you just go to school from there
1: okay interesting
0: so yeah you'll you'll go to the university and then you'll go back and you'll live there it's like having a house somewhere else that's okay what it
1: is interesting yeah yeah like, like we
0: have that in australia but it's it's definitely not like
1: the way like Australian universities are definitely not like American colleges. They're they're very very different. Absolutely. Like, you guys have this real sense of you know community, and like I remember when I went to America um, many many years back. I went to this one random college, and there's like a NFL football stadium, and people are just
0: like yeah. all
1: chummy together. There's like dorms, and like it's such it's such a different
0: atmosphere. Yeah, that's another thing. It's definitely. Uh... If you're going to college, I've heard I've heard sports games are definitely a place to meet people because yeah. everyone's just having a good time. So yeah, <laughs> that for sure is definitely a good place to go. All right, yeah. Next question, switch it up a little bit. Gavin Burn five one seven asks, best game made by EA. Oh, I have to I list out now. EA games. Yeah, yeah list me some because list I'm trying to think. I have. Nah, he Always said miss that. He said made by EA. Does that mean published or.? No.
1: Well, let's say, we'll say published as well. Um, did you know that EA published some 007 games? I think so, okay. yeah. That's interesting. Didn't even know that. Um, let's see. God, they've published a lot of games. Yeah. I don't know. E- EA, like, they've been a, a publisher that I play their games, but some of the, the games that I play are like FIFA and you know, Titanfall, like those kind of games that I don't know, don't really stick to the top of many people's game of the year lists, but they're just yeah. fun to play. You yeah. know what I mean? Um
0: uh, EA game, huh? Mass oh, so Effect definitely comes to mind, for sure. Mm.
1: Alright, I'm going to their website. Oh, Need for Speed! Need for Speed then. Hmm. If that, they published Need for Speed, I believe. That, that would definitely be my favourite. Yep. Yeah. Did they publish Most Wanted? Need for Speed, Most Wanted. If they did, that's my. Yep, that's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's definitely Need for Speed. Yeah, then yeah. my movie, Mass Effect 2. Alright, cool. It's I, I still remember like, that. One of the bad games, for sure, I saw on, on with EA's name on it, and I was like, huh, that was really fucking good. Battlefield Bad Company 2.
1: Oh, that was such a good game! Yeah,
0: yeah. That, uh, that's definitely probably it. That one or, or Mass Effect 2. Yeah. Bad Company 2. Bad just, Company 2. Mm, they mm. just don't make games like that anymore, do they? Yeah, they don't. Fuck. Anyways. That's a good question, but these last two are the ones that I was most excited about. So let's start off with Butcher Pete 111 says, How do you respond to advances when you're not interested in said person? <laughs> someone's coming on to butcher pete and he's not feeling it
1: oh it's a, it's a tough situation to manage because you don't want to make the situation really awkward mm-hmm. as as always it, it depends um it and depends what kind of advances are being made if someone's just being friendly just be friendly back like don't be an asshole that's like
0: yes just for sure
1: incredibly awkward and makes that person feel like shit um, just because picture yourself as that person and how would you I was feel
0: just about to say that the best way to solve these types of issues is think if you were them yeah put yourself in their shoes you are interested in someone you could see yourself being with them how yeah. would you feel if this person fucking blew you the fuck off and was like not yeah. in a good way either you're not getting your fucking your, your rocks off all right you're you're getting fucking pushed <laughs> away is what i mean okay yeah that would that sucks uh hey. especially if you're Close with this person, let's say it's after a breakup, um, yeah, I say this because I've been on both ends of the spectrum recently. I was on the receiving end of the spectrum where yeah I was talking with someone who I had recently been broken up with, an advance was made, and it was it, not necessarily an advance, a friendship advance, but it was like I saw the ugly side of things, and it because you yeah. see this side of someone that you really wish you didn't see you you, you know so you gotta definitely and I, I could tell by the way i was responded to it was a complete lack of consideration of how this person's gonna feel so it's, it's yeah. always really important when you're in those situations you have to think of how someone's gonna feel because that's some people just don't have a guilty conscience me i have that conscience where it's like i make sure at the end of the day it, you know i feather my own nest i'm like all right i did what i could here you know yeah so, and, and I wouldn't say it's guilty conscience, to, but I, I rather, yeah. I'm saying some people don't build a guilty conscience. I could see myself building one up, rather, is what I'm trying to say.
1: It's important to bear in mind that, you know, when someone's trying to make an advance on you and you're not interested, you know, it's very likely that you either have or will be on the receiving end and, and the other end of that coin. So, just again, like maddie has been touching on, picture how you would feel yeah. in, in terms of, you know, what you're saying and how you react like, try be as friendly as possible. Don't be an asshole um, because it's going to happen to you one day and you're mm-hmm. going to, you know, you would like at least that kind of similar level of respect. So.
0: Yeah, and you'll say like, oh, you know, when the fuck's that going to happen? Who cares? I'll just be mean and get this over with. And then it will happen to you. Karma's a bitch. you'll <laughs> sit there and be like, I re- and you will, you, it will hit you and you will sit there and be like, damn, I really want to text this person right now and apologize for how much of a fucking cocksucker I was to them. Back when yeah. I told them I wasn't interested because you you put it in the wrong way, I'm telling you it will happen to you. So if you're you you know what,
1: you know what, that is so true. Like, yeah. I, I guarantee you to people watching this, it'll happen one day where you blow someone off, and in a couple of years, you'll think back and look at them and go, you know what, I I, I think I actually like you, and then you know you pretty much like, fucked up your chances exactly. Too, like, so I, never I never did burn bridges in high
0: school. <laughs> I did that in high school. I blew this girl off who fucking wanted me so badly. I was like, no, no, no. She got fucking beautiful. I came back. I got sh- fucking rejected. I was like, fuck. I could have. I could have had that shit. I could have had it. And she still. I because I knew she still. She said she's like, I still think you're cute, but no. I was like, this is. I, I thought I didn't say it, but I was. I thought to myself, I'm like. This is because I was a fucking cock in Look, high school. That, that's
1: a that's a lesson in life, generally, not just with other yeah. girls or boys, but just in life. Don't burn bridges. It, mm-hmm. It's so important. Yeah. You you will you, never realize.
0: You guys probably know that by now. You know, because to learn, you got to make your own mistakes. Yeah. So for sure, like it, it's probably happened it, to you at one point. But you got to learn from that and remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Like, in a job scenario, oh, at school, with girlfriends, whatever, just don't burn bridges. Yeah, it's, it's a stupid thing to leave do. Leave
0: off on good terms, because the best feeling, low-key, I'm saying that, is is when <laughs> someone treats you like shit, and then they come back to you years later and apologize, or they ask her a favor, because then, I'm not spiteful. But this is spiteful, yeah. I'll say. But when they come back and say, hey, I need your help on something, I'll be like, remember I will ask him straight, I'll be like... You remember last time we talked, they'll, they'll bullshit me. No, why? I'll be like, I do. Go the fuck away. Like, Goodbye. Like, fuck off. Then I, then I will set that bridge ablaze because I, I have waited. Like, it's like one of those, like, I have waited for this moment kind of thing. So the eyes open up and you're like, okay. You, yeah. remember when you fucking spoke to me like that? All right.
1: You know, you know I've have had a, I've had a situation like that where, you know, there was this girl and we kind of had a thing and – she did something that I didn't like, um and we stopped talking for a very long time and then, literally, maybe after three, four years, we actually got back like started talking again and and started having a bit of a fling um and I was just like i'm I'm just gonna not hold grudges, you know what I mean, like people make mm-hmm. mistakes, and I just at yeah. that stage i didn't care, and now even though you know we're passing beyond that, and we still don't talk to each other, but we're not on bad terms. Yeah. I don't think. That's the thing. So, yeah,
0: yeah. Times a good healer too. That's definitely worth yeah, considering. definitely. Cuz uh I'm and this is going to sound fucking stupid, but I'm friends with people who have cheated on me before. Like good yeah. friends. It's like, you know, it, it, Yeah, there's holding grudges is bad, but like if you're it if is. you're sore from a wound and someone comes after treating you like shit, someone comes asking for help, don't don't I'm just say like don't hesitate to tell them to fuck themselves. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know, that's 'cause then that's selfish. You gotta you gotta I'm saying this don't don't be a dick, but uh, but really let them know that like, hey, you kinda just did this to me, but then you're coming to me for help or something, and that's pretty yeah, selfish. Yeah. So definitely keep that in yeah. mind. Uh mm-hmm. that we got off track. Uh, how do you respond to advances when you're not interested in said person? Yeah, the moral of the story is don't be a dick. Put yourself in their shoes. <laughs> that's how you this respond a good life
1: lesson. Don't
0: be a dick just in general. Yeah. <laughs> now Here's a good question to uh, to cap it all off. At Max MaxCalley16 says, Would you go out with a girl you work with or not? Because if it goes bad, you'll be stuck seeing her often.
1: Depends what job, though. I mean, if it's just like a you're working at a cafe or a restaurant, who gives a shit, right? I mean, you can just get another job.
0: I've heard the saying, don't shit where you eat. <sighs> yeah,
1: yeah. Like, I, I still think it depends. Like, if it's just like a random job and, you know, you can get another one, I think it's okay. I think. Um, but...
0: For me, I, I've always been – I've always in the mindset with like relationships, hookups, whatever is like if you see a good potential thing that you can enjoy, why the fuck are you going to deprive yourself? Exactly. Enjoy your fucking life, man. Go out on a date with this girl. Yes, That's what I'm yes. saying. If it doesn't work out, be confident enough to be like whatever. Dates don't work out. I'm going to see this girl. You're going to yes. see a lot of people in your life you don't like. Go out on a date with her. It could be fun. Could be someone That that really feeling
1: like. of regret is worse than any other feeling that you'll have. Like mm-hmm. Maddie's exactly right. Like the, the quote that I like to live by. It sometimes why the fuck not? Like even if they work with you, if you guys like each other and and you could see something happening, just just go for it. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, and you learn from it and you move on. Yeah,
0: for real. Like, that's that's what I learned, bro. Just go for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think I'm it's not... different
1: in a in a professional context. Like if if this is your career and you're working at like a a big company. And there's someone there that you might like this situation. might be a little bit different. Might be, mm-hmm. I will say, but if it's just like a random job, then
0: go for it. Yeah. Especially based off your age. Like ever since I talked alone, ever since I talked to you about like my breakup, like, yeah. and you gave me your little bit of advice, like that's some good advice, man. I chat. I call it channeling my inner loan. Now <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call it. You, and- you want to tell them what the advice was? <laughs> Okay, I haven't channeled it that hard, but I, I'm saying, like, uh, but uh, his, his advice was be a slut. <laughs> be a slut. I haven't been a slut, but I've, I've definitely gone on my fair share of dates and, and had a, a good time. And uh, that's, that, uh, I don't, but I don't regret it because um, for me, it's like, you know, it, that's why I'm telling Max, I'm like, dude. Just go out with a girl because for me, like, I spent a lot of my high school days – I was lucky that girls were interested in me because I had fucking poofy hair. I had braces. I only cared about video games and YouTube. I was lucky that girls were remotely interested in me, and I turned them down so much. Not like there was, like, a line waiting for me. It was very – I don't want to say uncommon, but it wasn't, like, a a ridiculously common thing. I didn't really, like, find myself, my style and everything until probably senior year slash first year of college. And Mm. so – um that's why i'm saying dude like i don't know your age or anything or where your your security stands in yourself but yeah just just go out on dates because yeah they're fun they're always fun yeah i i I have not been on a a bad date and sometimes those bad dates are hilarious because then you'll just like you're you've been on enough where you're like whatever like who cares i'll just tell my fucking friends about this then i don't know it sounds kind of shitty but well look i I've always
1: been on the mindset that, especially if you're younger, the chances are, and you wouldn't necessarily, like, openly acknowledge this uh, if you were in a relationship, but the chances are, relationships that you're that you're in when you're below the age of 18 or even in your early 20s, they're probably not going to lead to a marriage or anything like that. Yeah. So, like, when you... Like, it, it's, it does suck, especially after... If, if you've been dating someone for several years and you break up or whatever, of course it sucks, you know, and, and you'll feel like shit, but... Don't let it get the best for you. Like when I said to Maddie, like jokingly, be a slut. What what I actually like meant was just go yeah. out and have fun and go on dates. And you know he's been yeah. doing that, and that, it makes you feel better. It, it really it, it does. Really,
0: yeah, that's the thing because that's why I'm telling this kid like go out with her. And if you guys have a chance to go out on a date, because me like after I got dumped, I was like my confidence was gone because I was you know yeah. you get your set security of knowing someone loves you, knowing you yeah. you know you get that physical affection that you need or want rather and so you know i didn't have that anymore and i'm like fuck like where do i even start so you gotta like pick up the pieces first but after that man like just yeah like anytime i had a chance to go on a date with a girl i've been interested in for a while or someone new i just met friends set me up i was like yeah sure let's go he's like you sure man like you know it's it's been a month i'm like let's fucking go like why not like why would i hold myself back you know it's life works in funny ways
1: I'm single for a reason. Who cares if it's just been a month? Yeah, I'm single for a reason.
0: So why not? Why? why? Because I'll look back one day. My friend will go on a date one day and I want to sit there and be like, I kind of wish I went on a date because I feel like I haven't been on a date in a while. Then you start like lurking hard and seeking one out like (laughs) ridiculous amounts and you're like a fucking (laughs) loser. It's like, stop, stop. Like you're going to hurt yourself now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's it's so funny. (laughs) What?
0: That I'm channeling (laughs) my inner loan?
1: I, I'm just laughing inside about that and outside obviously yeah. <laughs> channeling I mean... your
0: inner loan
1: oh god I gotta get that on my business card <laughs>
0: <laughs> life advice Instant quotes. channel your inner loan channel
1: your inner loan call me <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah what i'd like to wrap that up on is it helps your confidence for sure even if it doesn't work out you know like people got to realize it's not about the angle like you're not going to get laid on every fucking date you're not going to like make out oh, with the girl yeah. every fucking date like it's not going to spark into this amazing loving relationship but like just getting that experience for when like the game gets fucking serious and like you're really into a girl and like you got to meet the parents and shit like when shit gets real yeah you're going to be so prepared oh, for it it's like yeah, not even so- intimidating that- anymore
1: that is that is important to bear in mind. Do not go on every date expecting to get anything, all right? Oh, you yeah. don't fucking, uh, like, you, you can't expect shit from anyone that you go on a date on. If you go on a date and it's just a, going to a restaurant and you're having a drink, good food, good talking, then that's fun. Like, it, not, mm. not everything has to fucking lead to sex and to anything like that, right? Just don't expect anything from any dates that you yeah. go on. Go to there to have fun and whatever happens, happens. That, that's and-
0: important. And not to cut you off, but the, the first date doesn't always have to be like the has to end with a kiss. Sometimes yeah, girls just wants bullshit. to get to know you in person, see if you know. Because yeah. like, usually it starts off a lot on the phone, you know, a lot of texting, yeah. and then you go out on a date. They want to see like how you are in person. And after that, they got to think about it. If you're a guy, and don't then pressure you, you know anyone. Me. Yeah, don't be like <laughs> so do you like me you know just they'll they'll come around i recommend Dude, you want to
1: go back to your room <laughs> I,
0: I really recommend these talks in person too because i feel like part of it, it, it like i think i'm a believer that it has to be like a little bit of pressure not like the bad type of pressure but like it, when it's in person they really got to be genuine it's not like on the phone where they can sit there ask five different friends what they should say think for like an hour you know it, it's like when you're in person it's a genuine like all right this is me and you you're not gonna screenshot us talking you <laughs> know what i'm saying yeah. Maybe that's just me, but well, I think, like. And no, I, I, I guess pressure isn't the right word, but it's like
1: no, it's not pressure. I mean, sometimes where you know you think the night's leading the right way, and then you might ask the question, and if they say no, they say no, and you're okay with that, right? Mm-hmm, um, yeah. Just don't be that kind of guy that expects every date or every time you go out with a girl uh, yeah. to end that way, because you, you, it's oh. gonna. You're going to be disappointed. Yeah, you mean,
0: like, the pressure, like, if you're like, yeah, you want to go to my room? She's like, no, I'm all right. And he goes like, come on. Are you sure? And like, okay, yeah, don't be that that guy. Don't be that
1: that guy. (laughs) Come on. Like, I'm telling you right now, like, I I know there's a phrase where, oh, nice guys finish last, blah, blah, blah. Nah. Fine, right, whatever, they might, but no one wants to be known as that dick that sleeps around, right? Like, no one wants to be known as that guy, just, or, or girl, just, be a fucking genuine nice person, and eventually you'll find someone that appreciates you, right? Yeah. Forget that nice guy's finish last bullshit.
0: I don't even think about that too often. I just kind of do me. I mean, sometimes I'm like, shit, like, that kind of bit me bit, in the yeah. ass. Like, like I said, like, I extended a friendly kind of like, you know, hey, I miss you kind of thing. And yeah. it, it, like, it backfired on me with my ex, like, horribly. And I was just like, fuck, like, I was just trying to be a friend. But it, in multiple ways, it did not come across that way. And so I was just the, like, and I looked like that ex, that pushy, like I can't let go, ex. And it's like I'm not that. So yeah, yeah it, you don't want to be pushy. You don't want to. No,
1: don't don't be pushy. And the thing that I'll say, you know, on the topic of breakups, the best times that I've ever had when I've been single and recently broken up, and I know this isn't always possible, but if you've ever been to like a, a party or a function to to do at school. um like a ball or something, those are the best times when you're with a bunch of friends and then you meet this new girl or guy and you start drinking, having a good time, get their number. It's such a great feeling. It, it is. really is. Like <laughs> Knowing that, yeah, you're back in the game. Again, yeah. not every night has to fucking lead to sex, but just getting someone's number and having a good night and a good talk with someone and a good drink, it's such a great feeling that can get you out of the dumps like that. It's fucking mm-hmm. magic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, that's well said. Yeah, put it perfectly. Mm. You just gotta... Because like, what happens is the wake-up call while you're there at, like, this get-together with your friends. Like, you're like, okay, I am single, and everyone I see here is essentially a possibility if they're yeah. not taken. And yeah. so, you know, that that's, like, a liberating feeling for a sec. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm single. <laughs> and then you're <laughs> like, all right. And then you just go into the second gear, and, and maybe you'll start talking to someone. But, yeah. If you stick to the end of the podcast, you get the good talks. You guys
1: get the good stuff. Yeah, you
0: guys do. Like, the first <laughs> half, just like, eh, Bethesda. And the that, it's like, you know, you get a, you get a lot of good shit Bethesda.
1: here. Full out four. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm a shit. laughs>
0: Fallout, out, Guess what? You got dating advice here now. So, <laughs> I want to do an advice series. Like, I want to come up with a clever name, though, because I know that's what's, like, catchy. Like a lone Yeah, like that is <laughs> such a good name. And like I refuse to start this series until I have a name of that caliber. Like that, like, fuck yeah, I gotta watch this because of that name.
1: Well, you had Mr. Moddy plays. That was good. Like, that I was good, yeah. yeah like that's that.
0: that's for a modding series though. That's not like yeah. I wanna we, we help gotta help think I wanna give you my advice like a friend, you know, something like that. So I gotta think about right. But Damn. we hope you guys enjoyed episode seventy two of the ham yes. radio podcast. Thank you for your fantastic <laughs> questions. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you for Bethesda for dropping something this week, because if that didn't happen, then all we would have had is fake trademarks to talk about. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And EA, please remaster KOTOR. Any God, final words, sir? No,
1: just that was a good talk.
0: Uh, I always like
1: having those discussions, to be honest. So yeah. keep asking those kinds of questions, guys.
0: Yeah, guys, we we love you so much. Uh, mm-hmm. Noah, thank you for joining us this week. <laughs> I hope you guys like the picture I made of, of Noah. I took it from his Twitter and just like pasted his face all over the place. And I, I, so I hope you guys appreciate. I, I try to make it a bright spot when, when no one shows up. I, I try to make it, you know, a little enjoyable okay. so you, you can laugh and see how stupid I make them out to be. Did Get you up. see what I made you, Lone? Wait. Oh, was that, was that last week's one? Last week's?
1: Did you see last week's? Oh, I didn't actually. I know it's bad. Hold up. Is there a funny picture?
0: Oh, yeah, for both of you guys. And and I gave you guys good handles.
1: All right, hold up. Let's have a look <clears throat> before we end this podcast. <laughs> get a lot
0: of
1: attention. <laughs> well, that's, no, that's the No Man's Sky one. You, you did a fucking long 50 minute review. do doing well, critique. too. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Brand flags. Yeah. <laughs> so That's brilliant. <laughs> That's Noah. What about yours? The Noah wants funny And then I'm just a kangaroo and I'm called at bitch. That's great, Maddie.
0: <laughs> you get your hand in a fucking bucket. I'm like, all right. That works. I literally typed in dumb kangaroo. That came
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Mm. Anyway, uh, I'll end the podcast. Um,. Thank you for joining us until the end. God knows how long this is, like an hour, hour and or and so. Ah, oh, sweet. Good podcast. Um, and, and until next time, guys, take care of yourself. And would you kindly keep fighting the good fight? Oh, I oh I ended... out.
0: Bioshock and Fallout. <laughs> Bioshock and Fallout. Oh, shit, will in my videos. <laughs>